No, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> Hello, Sabotin. We are down here at the final day. We are joined by the one and only, the infamous Dad Skies. Yeah, hey, everybody. <laughs> we all know him as Dad Skies, but we are, we're just going to, one of these days, we're going to have to ask, what's your name? It's, oh, it's uh, Frederick von Muselberg, <laughs> Kowalski III. Yes, all right, I, Dad Skies I'm it is. Impressed. <laughs> I could even think that. Thank you for that reference, by the way. <laughs> I actually call me Percy, so that means a lot yeah, to me. Yeah. <laughs> You get so used to, you know, you get so used to people calling you certain things. So, like, I have groups where, like, Nicole calls me Robert. No one else really calls me Robert. Um, My gaming friends and a lot of my podcasters just call me Smash Tower because that's what I go by when I'm gaming. So, and then I have a friend of mine I used to follow their podcasts and stuff. So, that's RTAB. I don't do RTAB. I just... Call me Robert or call me Smash. Don't call me. I just call him Boss. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, for the people who know the voice and or know the person, Dad Skies, he is somewhat related to another young lady that's in here, but we don't want to talk about her anyway. She's you know she's up there. She's, she's in her own little world. You know, third most known in the world for as Nebula, in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah got, you know, she's only got, only minorly. In the circuit, she's got so many. I, I, I've, I've always been curious. Now that Guardians of the Galaxy is kind of like gone, or I don't know if they're going to continue on to it. Is she going to still get those invites? <laughs> if she can avoid ever wearing that again, she will, because that is a well, very long and tedious costume to put on. So. Wait, they they do have a live action MoMA coming, right? So oh. might see that again. <laughs> 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 no, but it's kind of awesome via, by the way, my daughter, Amber Skies, um, actually has Karen Gillan friended on Facebook. No uh, way. And a couple other uh, actors, uh, uh, Doug Jones. From oh, Boy you're kidding me. And all those. So when she had did um, the uh, Billy Butcherson some mm-hmm. years back, that Halloween spot, she literally got a text from, hey, Looking great, girl. Go get them. Oh, oh that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's really awesome. That, that is a flex so, if I've yeah. ever heard one. So, yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's been a blessing of the years of who we met and how wonderful the actors are. I mean, really, there's nobody's ever been um, rude or snobbish right. at all. I mean, they're just people doing jobs, and we all learn that here talking to them, you know. Uh, but, you know, she's a monster Sailor Moon fan, so every yeah. show, if there's any version of a Sailor Scout out there or something, she's getting their autograph, if she hasn't mm-hmm. already, right. numerously times over gotten it. But uh, I mean, sometimes they have new artwork to get, too. You know, maybe it's a new exclusive print yeah. that you just need to add yeah. to the collection. <laughs> she, it, it was really sweet. was a um, uh, one of the other shows a couple of years back, right before the world ended, and then restarted. <laughs> but, uh, From the before times. Yeah. She had, uh, I believe it was Sailor Venus. You know, got her autograph and just chit-chatted with her for a good 30 minutes. Or so. and then she came over and was buying all kinds of her art for her kids. So <laughs> oh, that was cool. like, oh, just an awesome, 
Well, the one thing I wanted to do for this time is, is <clears throat> because you guys have been separated. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. down here doing your own. own. You're on your yep, own yep, booth. Yeah, yeah no, it's, it's... Daddy out to the wolves. Uh, <laughs> Dad's out here without adult supervision, guys. Exactly. This is dangerous. Yeah. And, and, Especially and considering she, all those amazing D&D minis you they, have. They check on me constantly to make sure I'm not getting in trouble. Uh, <laughs> is that what they're doing? Wink, so, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been doing the miniatures? Okay. <laughs> so I was that 12-year-old kid that ordered the Star Wars figures in 1977 mm. from the Christmas catalog and waited till February <laughs> to actually get them. Um, so I started building and making things back then. I was the younger of two older brothers. So they, uh, G.I. Joe's, uh, you know, the little green army men, there's always been some kind of like figurine gaming aspect in my life. I started actually, I'd say my first started painting was truly D&D. I had the Red Book box and <laughs> oh, wow. started painting some of the Ralph Partha first miniatures. I would say 1980. Oh, yeah. So, and then my mother was an artist, so I grew up as an artist. So I've been fiddling and painting my so whole you life. you probably would have been toying with the concept of going down to Tucson for this last weekend because Gary's yeah, yeah. son I think it's down there is it his son or is it a brother yeah uh, uh, I, I'm not sure Dick, yeah I guess is down there yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. one, one I, of them took me a second to remember the name I was like yeah. I know the name my, well, my I, know, I know it's Gary I know it's Gary's but I couldn't I, remember I if it was his fun his son or if it's his yeah. brother or so, something along yeah. that lines but yeah, that would have been kind of a cool thing for a Dungeons and Dragons I'm one of those yeah because it was funny with Stranger Things I'm like and I see the cosplays of the Eddies and stuff. And my wife and I are sitting there watching. She, she looks at me and goes, God, that's us. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, that's portrayed 1982-83. I was 17 years old exactly <laughs> at that time period. I was that kid. But I was a jock nerd. So mm. I was more like the, the, the little black kid that played in the role where he was. But he was more like afraid to admit I was. Mm. I mean, hell yeah. I loved it. I loved to do that stuff. So. Yeah. I, I was talking to a friend about having Dungeons and Dragons characters, and I think I said I probably still have one from when I left Nova Scotia back in the early 80s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was so much fun. Uh, yeah, I've always been painting and making things from scratch because uh, when I was a boy, I lived out side of Payson, which is a very rural town here in Arizona. Right. Uh, <laughs> I've driven through so, it. It's kind of a blink yeah. and you'll miss it kind yeah. of place. So we made everything because there was no stores for right. that kind of thing. And also we well, would scratch make. There's also the fact of, you know, stuff, what else are you yeah. going to do in the middle of nowhere? You yeah. know, can't yeah. exactly just yeah. go down yeah. to the comic book shop or anything like that. You know? I've already fed the horses, yeah. fed the pigs. Yeah. I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I got to do yeah. something My else. mother would walk by our, the, the bedroom door or whatever. And she'd hear all these voices going on and she'd open the door in there and I'd be away, you know, and Star Wars figures up and strings <laughs> wired across for my, <laughs> in my scratch built X wing with Luca on it or something, you know, or recreating know. the, yeah. the ad with two logs. Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, I actually saw a table that that they were making. They took two pieces of wood, put it down here. They put the I think the Millennium Falcon, uh, a, a Tie Fighter, a couple of Tie Fighters, and an X Wing, and uh, had it mounted in in between the two boards. And then they the trench sealed. Run. Yeah, 
So they sealed it, and they sealed it, and it was turned it into a table. And I'm yeah. like, oh my that god, that's really so cool. cool. That is a very cool thing. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, doing the figurines. I mean, it, you got a like nice little niche because you know, and I'm kind of surprised they didn't put you over in the gaming section over there because. Uh, well, they informed me that I will be there next year, so I'm actually <laughs> going to be. Uh, uh, running some gaming oh, over there cool. for oh, them cool. and to give a little more of the energy that my daughter and I kind of possess right. for that area. I already have some uh, freestanding board games that I've kind of slapped together created uh-huh. so people can walk up and play and I've got uh, it's almost complete. I didn't get it done for this show which worked out anyway um, but I scratch built a fallout shelter where you actually raid the buildings like in the little scenarios. Oh, really? So it's modular. I'm going to do all the rooms are modular. It's a three-story building where you can actually modularly change the rooms around and then you'll try to just see how far you can get. And each room will have a, like a randomized, you know, um, in, you know, uh, encounter. Encounter, thank right. you. I, I couldn't think of the word <laughs> yeah. either. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah. dial-up noises. So, and then you would basically just see how far you could get and get out alive. So basically, so, like it's just a really cool. fun way to do like a dungeon crawler kind of short deal. Yeah, yeah, and they can. And I'm gonna have it where they can just walk up. Everything's there for them, and they can just have fun and play. It's just you know a quick thing. When I when I owned a gaming store, uh, I had one from 2001 to 2007. Oh, nice. I sold the Warhammer 40k and all that, which is again inspired by I all the tables. I had to sell my collection. So. I spent way too much money on it. My <laughs> wife told me I had to get rid of it. Yeah. Um, so I would do quick, fun, you know you teach the kids to play right. so you would have a little demo set up where it was like fast and furious you know you, you made it fun and exciting and that made it interesting that's what i'm going to be doing next year uh, over there in the gaming area i have different things for people to do to excite them show them it's for everybody i i have to say the positive side of covid really brought families together to board gaming again uh-huh. and communities and the wonderful thing that the internet can do and as you can play D&D over, over the internet now. Oh, where, yeah. Right. You know, so at least there's still ways of doing those things and just bring that, you know, more of that family. I've had a lot of uh, moms, dads, kids, families uh, that come to the cons, see Amber and I working together and, and say, this is an awesome inspiration. I thank you. My, my daughters and I or my son and I now uh, do this together, and, mm-hmm. and we saw you, and you were an inspiration. So it's it's just a great compliment, and so we're hoping you know I can do that more in the gaming for people now too. So I can almost see, uh, and I think with Amber, you could probably find a way to finagle it. Is when you go to do that next year, set up a table space and have her way set it up where she can have or show you how to stream it. And you could stream while you're doing one of these I fast campaigns. I thankfully have friends that that's their media background. <laughs> right. I, am, I am definitely the old guy, old school. It's like a lot of people will say, oh, is this 3D uh, printed? I'm like, no, I love 3D printing. It's an amazing technique. I am way out of my skill set, but I'll paint it for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the stuff you have over there is all, it's beautifully made. Like, Thank you. I can't leave anything alone. I've got to fix it or jazz it up or alter it's, it in it's, a way. I love you know, to customize. The, the store the store bot is okay, but there's it yeah. could look better. Yeah. Yeah, like I my I play the orcs and 
all my orcs oh, are customized. That? You know, my, I, my tank a... busters have rocket launchers. They have <laughs> gas cans with TNT stuck to them. I mean, that's you know, if you're gonna blow up a tank, that's what you're gonna use. So. Absolutely. See, I can't say much because I'm a follower of corn. You know, the oh, blood yeah. for the blood god, skull that's for the skull throne. Right. <laughs> blood for the blood god. I actually had a friend who made me a foldable chair from when we had our Warhammer days. Uh, when we had a little group that got together, we had lived in a little tiny town called Moriarty, New Mexico. The only thing that's famous for is they filmed a scene from the movie Paul there. The fireworks shop <laughs> yeah. where they, they yeah, yes. I worked at that fireworks shop. Oh, that's awesome. I literally had to duck behind the table because they forgot to tell me not to come in that day. And I didn't have, I wasn't like, you know, they couldn't have me sign NDAs because they couldn't have any extras in it, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. So I was literally hiding under the table where they had the black cats they were trying to grab. That's awesome. But um, my friends made me a foldable chair with like, you know, the, the bone throne and everything built onto it. And I was just like, this is so cool. And then a week later, some guy stole it because Moriarty is one of those places where it's like, well, Meth is the capital here. Yeah. <laughs> Great. There's a reason they filmed Breaking Bad in New Mexico, just saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, that's that's really cool. Like, And, you know, obviously you get to share your craft with your daughter, which is a yeah. huge deal. Not, a lot of parents are like, you know, oh, well, this isn't for me, but I guess I'll support you. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the fact I, that you're so supportive is a huge deal. I really, it's, there's too many, too many opportunities you miss if you don't and then you fall back and go gosh I remember when my kids were little now they're all grown and that's how I feel but at least I know for the last 20 some years because they were forced to sit in my gaming store with me because <laughs> I was the, you know my wife has the real job so right. yeah your mom she, your, your wife has the nine to five no, you have right the... too she is yeah she's true definitely the mom of us all <laughs> she, so, she's but. she's the the responsible adult who exactly. takes care of all this stuff and we're just kind of here going yes yeah. dear uh. yep, absolutely <laughs> and i we're both very happy in that arrangement so <laughs> what do you need from me today yeah exactly <laughs> and i get up in the morning and i first thing i do is i apologize for what i'm about <laughs> to do for the rest of the day uh to her and then <laughs> <laughs> Always the, I'm sorry, but this is going to be a thing, and I'm going to apologize and do it anyway instead of yeah. trying to ask permission. Yeah, and I generally apologize for the paint mess or something that I'm leaving in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. you know, the head always. rush everyone's going to have. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I smell paint. That's all I smell. The, the, the joys <laughs> of, of uh, miniature paint. It has a special smell to it. Yeah. Especially I, if you use the primers. Those are oh, really yeah. strong. Yeah. I went to a friend of mine's place uh, to do a podcast with him and uh, he also was trying to film a web series so a TV series on the internet and uh, I, when you walk into his kitchen I, I'm, I'm sitting there going that looks oddly familiar but what is that and he goes oh it's it's the the pumping station from the from the show I'm like wait the pumping station from the show you filmed that on your kitchen table and this is it? And he goes, yeah. I'm like, holy crap. I would have never thought that that was something that was, I mean, I thought it could have been a model. But, oh, my God, it was sitting on his damn table when he was, when he was filming this. And he, he was entirely a fantastic director and creator. But he was an asshole. <laughs> he was a serious asshole, and he treated me badly and oh, his well, followers badly. Yeah. Um, and event he got about eleven episodes out of his little mini series, but it took four years to do it. Oh, so even the actors were going their own separate ways. <laughs> so it's like can't have the same guy being the the main character. For, you know, he's like, oh, he's not doing this anymore. He's just not interested in acting anymore. He's <laughs> moved on. Moved on because you took too damn long. So. It to be like that sometimes, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm fine. 
Okay. But, uh, all right, so now how many times have you broke away from Amber and done your own one? Is this your only first time, or is this? Um, completely, yes. Yeah. yeah, where I have my own. I think she's been trying to kick me out of the nest for a couple of years. Yeah. But, but Get your own when booth, there's Dad. room, we work together. Because it's, it's easier to also help, right. you know, in the booth to be both It's easy to slide so over and kind of help her up. Right. Um, so, I mean, I've been, like I said, but though I've, I've done this. I grew up doing trade shows right. for my family business for years. So I would drag her in a stroller to giant So now, she, now she's getting the so, revenge. Yeah, she's she's so, starting to drag you. Um, so. yeah, yeah. No, see, here's the thing. I love to go to the cons and work with her because to me this is not work. This is No, fun. this is entertainment. And, but mm-hmm. if I stay home, my wife does make me do yard work. <laughs> so, and Amber probably tells everyone that no no he loves being here because otherwise he has to mow so, the lawn or yeah. trim I, bushes or yeah paint, I can't paint say much the because house. I will leave my honey my honey do list on top of the fridge for this weekend oh yeah, yeah there's always I told, my, I told my wife that I conveniently lost her the dog ate it and yeah <laughs> it's gonna be about twice as long when I get back home tonight so uh is your weekend been successful enough to yes, where you think that you're gonna do it it's been a blast I mean I, I always have fun that's right. never not gonna happen uh but no, very well, going very well. Yeah, I'm having a good time. I now that I have sold out on several things, I wish now that I don't know, you know, like wish I had made twice as many of those. Now <laughs> you're gonna have to go so, home, and I'm gonna go and restock this, 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 yep, this, yep, this, yep. and build some more of this. Well, I have a brand new product that I did, and I I'm doing uh, spell pages out of the D and D book uh-huh. as an art piece. I I sculpted or sculpted, I'm sorry, uh, drew. Uh, like a sketched scroll looking of like just the basics first I did a cantrip and then a one two three four five six seven eight and a ninth level spell mm-hmm. in the wizards uh-huh. so I picked fireball things are modernly you know that you would normally probably use right and I and I did these as like scroll pages well I did uh, a limited amount of them with a actual leather rolled scroll case and then right. all the pages in it and they just blew out so that's yeah. phenomenal. So, and I had in my head a plan. I'm going to do this is the wizards. I'm going to do a cleric next, then the warlock and a druid set of six spells of each of these for that kind of thing. Right. Well, now I'm definitely already on the in the next phase of those because it's been a true. You know, now you're going to have to success. get into the good stuff, the multi-class so, characters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, that's the neat thing about like with the leather scroll. It was a tight knot thing that they could roll all into this leather scroll case. You could swap out the pages, right? So that's mm-hmm. where I hope to that that along the extra things then can be like they discover. And I've done the whole thing in a runic, so it's not. I mean, it's the exact du- word for word the spell out of the book, but it's done in runic. So I give you a deciphering card, so you have to learn the spell. You oh. have to work to use it. That's you actually have to so learn cool. it. Like a lot you of people. That's the what they're loving about it. It's like, oh, now they can have it, but they got to learn the spell. You have to earn the right to use yeah. this spell. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. So that's amazing. Yeah, but, like you know, it's a little bit of an art, but it's a little bit of a fun thing. Kind of like the dice potions. Right. And oh, yeah. kind of You're bringing more into your game for interacting. And I so. give you massive props. I would not have the patience for that kind of thing. Like I do digital art, but even then, after like five or six hours, I'm like, no, I'm done. I call it quits. I need to quit for the day, or I'm gonna just I'm gonna hate this piece more than I already do. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we don't want to pull you away from your table too much because we know this is what, you know, you're here to make money, so let's get that going. And uh, 
you know, we wanted to touch base with you, see more about your plans of how you are going to lay out your con goals yeah. now. So. Yeah, well, I hope that, and like I said, they've asked me to come back next year to run in the gaming area, so right. that I'm hoping will be a larger expansion for the show, which I'm really, you know, uh, glad to be yeah. a part of and contribute so to, you, so. So next year, you will be ride the Sabo Slam over across the street at the Renaissance yeah. then. Yeah. So awesome. we won't be seeing them that much yeah. then. Well, <laughs> you know, I guess we'll still, still, still come over mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. You know, hit, hit up the bar know, after you know, the con, so. you know, the usual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, real quick, is there anything you want to tell anybody out there? Any words of advice or anything like that you want to give? Guys, have fun. If you're gaming and you're not having fun, then there's no point in that. Uh, just share the love of what you do. There's so many people out there that are thinking they're the only ones out there just like you, though but you, you will definitely uh, find more uh, by coming and experiencing things like this. There's so many people that have met new friends and, and just encourage that for everybody because it's always better to be with people than alone. Mm -hmm. So, you know, bless you guys for everybody for, you know, having me here and yeah. doing all that. It's, it's been an absolute blast. Well, you've always you been, know, uh, you've I'm always been one of our favorites. I'm always there to help and answer any questions <laughs> I can for anybody new. So, you know, and it's always so much fun to talk to you. You always yeah. have so many fun stories about, you know, the shenanigans you and Amber get into. Yeah. So like, we well, always look I'm, forward to hearing again, those. she's eloquent with words. <laughs> I, I am like the Doug, I squirrel, you know, and huh? uh, yeah, <laughs> I am, I am very ADD. We discovered this when my son was diagnosed and the doctor named everything off and my wife just stood there and stared at me <laughs> and went, just give you that look. That's of you, that's you, that's you, that's you, that's you. Oh, understandable. So. That explains I, everything now. Yeah. I, I go with the fact of I choose not to know. Yeah. <laughs> I choose I, not to I, know. I, I play ignorant, and I tell everybody I'm an absolute genius, but I let everybody think I'm a complete idiot. <laughs> because it takes a genius to play a complete idiot. Exactly. I have one more question for you, knowing that you are also on the ADD, ADHD spectrum. Where is your box of unfinished crafts? My entire third stall of the garage. <laughs> it, literally, there is no walking floor because I go and I lay it there on the floor. Um, hate to say this, but I sold a, a custom figurine I did for a young man yesterday. I had somewhere in that room is his phone number that I now have to try to find. Oops. This is one day. I lost it. Uh oh. So, yeah. Not good, not good. Thank you so much for your time. It's Thank been amazing to talk to you. Yeah, and we hope you awesome. enjoy the rest of Con. And we will talk to you later, Con Air Radio. Enjoy Saboten. Hey, you guys and gals, this is Smash Tower for Con Air Radio, and I am a little bit behind. This was the final um, uh, interview for uh, Sabo, and I have procrastinated. I've been working my butt off at work. I'm trying to decide if I'm going to stay at work or not. Um, I may end up finding another job, mostly because of the fact that this one has a, a lot of um, a lifting which is bad for my hernia that I had repaid, repaired a while back. So <sighs> I may end up having to look for another job again. <laughs> Not looking forward to that. But, hey, on another note, um, uh, Sabo was a fantastic weekend. Very excited. Um, we got a lot of decent interviews. Talked to a lot of people. Um, so it was definitely good, uh, and uh, we're hoping that we'll be invited back for Sabo and any other cons that uh, they deem fit for us to come and entertain you. That is the goal, to entertain. Um, 
Cam uh, had uh, we had Cam for uh, a couple of days, and we were able to get a couple of interviews in with Cam. And of course, Nicole did a fantastic job subbing in when Cam was not there. So it was it was a great weekend. So we are very much looking forward to doing it again. But our very last interview for the for Sabo was Dad Skies. Yes, um, if you don't recognize the name, you might recognize the daughter, uh, Amber Skies. So, Dad Skies is usually in the in the Amber's uh, corner, working and helping uh, her with the booth. Well, this this weekend, uh, Sabo he got the opportunity to open up his own. And uh, from my understanding, he enjoyed himself, and it was well worth it for him. So uh, we did record this interview um, that is coming up. I will go ahead and uh, – actually, not coming up because the interview will be for this. So you will be hearing my voice after the interview. So uh, if it does sound confusing, hey, that's the way I'm making it. So uh, on that same note, though – um, we are preparing for UwuCon uh, coming up, and because this has been recorded several weeks after Sabo's ended, we are 28 days away from UwuCon. So uh, I'm excited for this convention also. Um, the uh, uh, co-owner of the con, has uh, we have talked, and he says he's going to go ahead and give us a table. So we're real excited for that because anytime that we get a table at one of these events, um, we get a lot more interviews than normal. So I'm very excited on what's coming up. Uh, I do, uh, I have the website up ahead of me and I'm looking at it and I'm sitting there going, oh, wow, they got this guy and they got that guy. And they've even added another voice for, um, uh, Star Wars, um, the the Star Wars uh, animations. So I'm excited about that also. Up until this point, there were at least seven uh, voice actors that are going to be there that were involved in like Star Wars Rebels and Star Wars Clone Wars and such like that. So um, I'm actually excited about hoping to uh, get interviews with maybe a few of them. Uh, and then personally, I would love to get a couple autographs for a few of them also. Uh, I did enjoy uh, Star Wars Rebels. And <clears throat> I'm a big fan of the, the new Ahsoka series. So seeing... Now, I, I also understand these are not the same characters, the same people that did the animation. But to see live action of the characters, is, in my mind, is a continuation of the story. when it, it basically is. So... Um, with the opportunity to, uh, uh, you know, get autographs from the people that made the animation live and uh, a powerful uh, continuation of the Star Wars tales, um, Ahsoka is definitely uh, continuing on that same line. You know, the one thing that disappoints me, though, about streaming now is back in the old days when you used to watch things on TV... You know, uh, they used to come out with a standard, and this was the standard 22 to 24 episodes per season. 
And now that streaming is in, involved, you're lucky if you get six or ten uh, episodes uh, on a stream. And then you're looking for at a, almost a whole year before you can see any more. Um, so I, I hate to say that, that I'm a disappointed, but I am. I'm, I'm very disappointed with streaming services because, you know, they come off um, as this next big thing. And uh, in my mind, they're a reasonably good uh, source of revenue because they charge for the service. Um, and then uh, they still put in ads in many of these things. So these companies are paying them to have their advertisements flashed in the, in the thing. So in my mind, they're still getting a shit ton of money. Um, but for some unknown reason, they can still only produce, um, you know, six to ten episodes for a year. Now, has it gotten so difficult for the uh, animation or for the um, uh, CGI that they have to wait like an entire year or they have to work on something for an entire year? before they can produce these things but uh i don't know it, this is it, it's a it, big disappointment to me because i really was hoping that they they could at least compete with uh standard tv and uh to be honest i really don't think they are uh i mean yes they can put out that specialized uh tv show um but uh it seems to me that uh they really can't compete when um, when the old school TV shows used to put out you know 20, 20 episodes in a season, and uh, you're lucky if you can get six out of a streaming network. And, I mean, I, I don't know the comparison of the money that they're spending, you know, per episode and such like that. I don't know if the actors are getting that much more uh, cash. Uh, from it or is it just the fact that they're not getting that much more cash they get you know smaller paychecks or whatever I don't know um, but uh, it's it, it's something that I would be interested in find out a little bit more about now and I have heard some good news um, over this last weekend uh, this last week it looks like the writers strike has um, now been concluded so it looks like the Actors Guild is the uh, is the next big thing because, you know, the writers can go back to work and start writing these new episodes. You know, they may need to hurry up and start working on it because, uh, you know, if the actors decide to go back soon, there may not be anything there to, to, uh, to act upon because the writers haven't had the time to knock out a few more episodes. I mean, I'm hoping that, you know, any of these guys that were writers have got you know started jotting down projects and started writing them out and <coughs> and getting them down on paper or or whatever um you know so they have a few of these projects that they just need to tweak while they're you know as soon as they they come back to the writers um you know go back to work basically but in any case, uh, I kind of got a little sidetracked there. Uh, I'm, I'm excited for UwuCon. As I said, there are many um, uh, guests that are definitely going to be there. Um, 
I did notice uh, when I looked today that they haven't added all the um, creators yet. Uh, I see one creator on here. Um, and on Instagram, it showed that they've been adding more and more and more, and they don't have them listed yet. So I have to kind of wait and find out what's going on there, you know, see what's going on. Um, also, I'll let you guys know I have applied for our media uh, application. Uh, I have not heard back yet, but when it comes to these cons, a lot of the time they don't even let you know until a couple of weeks before the convention, which... You know, if you're doing an event where you actually either have to stay at the hotel or what, uh, sometimes, uh, you know, if they turn around and tell you, nope, uh, doesn't look like you've been approved this year or something along that line, then you're like, okay, well, I'll just cancel that, save that money, go set it up to go to another different con. So, uh, and I don't want to say that, that that's what's going on is, um, you know, it, there's a process for every convention and it seems to me that they don't really make the decisions until as i said a few weeks before so we're under the 30-day mark so hopefully i'll hear something within at least ne the next two weeks um, because i want to make sure that i have the opportunity to have everything in in play you know uh you know me physically i i've been spending uh, a lot of money getting ready for UUCon. Um, and getting prepared for other conventions down the road, you know, buying new equipment, fixing things up, getting new uh, <coughs> um, new things to hand out. Uh, as a matter of fact, today alone, um, I went and ordered more business cards. Um, I'm actually getting some uh, pens to give away uh, at the uh, at the table and such. So uh, I have been debating about putting together. Uh, Conair package of maybe having uh, uh, I don't know I mean part of me has thought about making up prints um, and then signing them and then uh, selling them at the table um, or uh, just putting uh, Conair bumper stickers and pens and things like that um, pins uh, you know in, in bags and uh, selling the bags at the table um, but <coughs> as of right now, um, because I'm a podcast, I really don't have a whole lot of uh, of product that, that can be sold uh, at our table. But we will have some uh, new things to, to look at. Uh, the new pens are going to be kind of interesting. They're going to be on their way. I just ordered them today. So hopefully they'll be here in plenty of time. Uh, Equipment-wise, uh, I've ordered... Uh, a um, well, I will be ordering two more um, wireless uh, um, receivers and amplifiers, so that uh, I won't have any cables on the table at all. Uh, I did order a couple of uh, backup cables just in case, so they'll be in a bags um, alongside just in case. But as of right now, I I have no plans of. Uh, of uh, using the wires. Uh, and then that was for the cordless parts. I'm also ordering uh, four uh, new, brand new microphones to work with these brand new wireless receivers. So I'm hoping that we'll see some new high quality, um, the ability to um, 
not have the cables is going to be kind of nice. I actually was debating about getting a, a lapel mic and then um, so I can stand back away, um, you know, away from the table and still talk and still be on the thing. Um, but th there, are, there are some new uh, projects that I'm working on, uh, uh, some new gear that I definitely want to work on. Um, the recorder that I have, <clears throat> there's a piece that you can buy that will allow me to have another two um, recording ports. So right now I have four. Um, if I buy that component, which I very much doubt that I'll get it before... Con, it may be another convention down the road, um, but it would then allow me to have two more um, ports for uh, communications. Now, the downside about that is right now, um, the receivers and amplifiers have four channels to work with. So if I don't want to interfere and I have four amplifiers recorders then I'm going to have to change the frequency that they're on so each one will have its own frequency but if I get another two then I don't know how that would work I don't know if the two additional microphones would conflict with the current microphones so those two might have to be wired um, so that they'll you know, so that I'll have the opportunity of having six people around the table and recording. So I, I'm excited about that, too. That's, a, that's another piece that I, I, I'm really enjoying. So, uh, yeah, as, as of right now, I only have two wireless. I've got to order two more in less than 30 days. Um, and But if I remember correctly, I, since I got them on Amazon, they came pretty quickly. Then I need to order four new microphones um, which once again will also be coming from Amazon so hopefully they'll come rather quickly uh, the pens that I ordered and the business cards will take a couple of weeks probably to get here so they've already been ordered um, hopefully they'll be on their way within a couple of days um, I did order a brand new larger banner that uh, will be on the back of our booth um, now, it actually is a 4 by 8 so it is super huge. Um, the only down thing that I disliked about it is that uh, when I got it printed, um, the image doesn't go all the way edge to the edge of the vinyl. So it's the image and a white edging around those sides. So somewhere down the road, I may end up ordering another banner again um, so that I will have, um, so that I'll have one that is just the, the logo and such. And I've been debating, um, now I have talked to some people about doing some kind of sponsorships. And I think what I want to do with the sponsorships is, um, as we get sponsors, I want to get like their bumper sticker. Um, and then um, hopefully it'd be magnetic bumper sticker or magnetic sticker and then put a piece of metal behind it on the banner and have it on the banner. Um, the cool thing about this means is that I'll be able to move it around on the banner so it doesn't permanently stick to the banner. It's not 
uh, it's not something that would I would have to keep ordering new banners because I have all these uh, stickers in there um, but any case it that's an, a way that I've been debating about supporting um, uh, other <coughs> other artists other um, uh, things you know sponsors and such like that um, so the downside is though is I am not a salesperson you know I I can talk to people that's that's fine and dandy but can I convince uh, people that uh, I need them uh, they need to spend money to uh, put a let's say a 30 second drop um, onto every show um, maybe uh, a podcast with them at their um, business uh, or whatever they do um, so they would get a podcast they would get a 30 second drop which would be like in the middle of the show or at the end of the show or even at the beginning of the show um, I have also been debating about uh, reaching out to another stream that I used to use another platform and uh, see if they're interested in being a sponsor because they're decently good size um, and if they would uh, uh, I don't know if they would or not um, I've been on their platform before um, and I don't think uh, when I told them that I wasn't able to keep up with the the demand that they wanted for uh, episodes um, they pretty much removed me from the uh, service now and I'm trying to remember and it might have been me that said um, just remove me then because I there's no way I can keep up with that mm. and I probably did so it, it's probably my fault that I'm no longer on that uh, on that on that stream that platform <laughs> but uh, it, it was a, a, a cool platform and I really love going to their studio because they were very professional they have a really nice studio in a very fantastic secured building so uh, and of course me I'm still working out of my uh, a spare room in my house you know but uh, I'm looking at properties um, you know personally uh, on a minimum case I would love to find a storefront that's affordable that I can set up as a studio to where I can bring people to the studio and then we would be doing more shows uh, more frequently <coughs> um, my goal is to do one once a week at least but I want to get back to the way I had it before where I was doing you know authors local authors local cosplayers um, sometimes bands um, you know, I want to get back to doing that. And there was a lot of people that were fun to bring in. So there were some good charities out there that I would love to have on the show. So as you guys are listening to me now talking about this, um, I want you guys to understand that, you know, we, as Con Air Radio, we want to get in touch and we want everyone to have the opportunity. So... Even if you are um, a cosplayer, not one that comes as a guest, but someone who comes just to, because they're a fan and they want to dress up. You know, I don't mind. If you're local here in uh, Arizona, <coughs> you know, reach out to me. 
and maybe we can get you on the air, uh, put you on the podcast, and uh, that way that people can find you, uh, your social networks. Um, you know, if, if you catch me at one of the events, uh, one of the cons, then maybe we'll get the opportunity to get you out there. Um, at UUCon, there will be several of us there. Uh, as far as I know, uh, until I hear the approval from U, um, I've put in for four passes. So I will have a uh, photographer on Sunday there. Uh, strictly his main job will be just going around and taking pictures, uh, mostly just of the, the people that he sees dressed up uh, and then you're handing out business cards and such like that. Um, myself and Nicole will be doing interviews and uh, talking to people. We'll be manning the table, and whenever we wander off, uh, my wife will be at the table also. So hopefully, if you have any questions about podcasting or Con Air Radio, we'd be able to answer those questions for you. Con Air Radio has been um, broadcasting and doing these conventions for about eight, we're going on eight years now, so... Um, <coughs> we've been doing it for a little while. We may not have a, a ton of episodes in the can, but uh, I think right now we're looking at about a hundred and I don't know, hundred and ten, hundred and fifteen, somewhere in there. Um, and uh, I think most of these are really good. Um, you know, we have gotten reached out to to locals, and I'm actually hoping that we can start reaching out to some businesses that are in the in the field that we're interested in. We go to cons, we do these conventions. So I'm thinking that we'll probably start reaching out to places like um, uh, card shops, uh, costume shops, uh, gaming stores, you know, places like that where people uh, of like minds will be there. You know, and hopefully we can stir up more interest, you know. There are a couple of small ones out here in the Apache Junction area. So I'm, I'm looking to actually see if we can get together and, and uh, set up a, a podcast um, in a couple of these different locations. So, And then kind of move into town a little bit. <coughs> but this is one of the reasons why I wanted to set up the studio tour. It's just so much nicer to just have them come to the studio and, and boom, we can knock out a, an hour show you know and let them uh, let people know uh, where they are what they what they do and and what the business is that they're in so anyhow guys and gals i'm going to probably go ahead and wrap this up i got to edit it so i can get it out for you guys tonight so uh today is the 28th yes the 28th we are less than 30 days away from ucon and then i'll probably be taking a break for a little bit um it looks like the next major con that i'll probably be interested in doing is not until next year <coughs> so now also i'm trying to to see if i can get the day off from work um coming up just before Ucon because a friend is coming into town um to um push her um new movie that she's got out and uh, I haven't talked to her in a couple of years, so I'd love to to go down there and intercept with her. So 
Um, I am going to be working on that. I might talk about that the next time I put out another episode. Um, my goal, as I said before, is I want to be pushing these out once a week. So hopefully uh, I will have much more information as time goes by so that we can uh, we can talk about things. I mean, like the movies. I mean, there are movies that are coming out and such, and I've been debating about reaching out to a friend who is kind of like doing a, a movie podcast. So I may uh, talk to him about having, uh, you know, maybe a, a small 15-minute piece um, or, you know, 5, 10-minute, whatever they think that it's necessary that they could put together and record about whatever up-and-coming movie there is and then put them on our show to kind of help push out their stuff too so uh and they're local so we'll see Mm -hmm. anyway once again guys uh we're preparing for uucon uh sabocon was saboton was a fantastic event looking forward to next year uh not after ooh, there's not much coming up uh, until next year. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go to do Taiyukan. Um, that one's in January. Uh, I may hold off and wait until Katori, which is in Flagstaff, in March. But also in that same month is uh, um, Game On Expo, <coughs> and Game On Expo did. Um, also suggest that they may be able to give us a table so that we can uh, do more interviews there too. So very excited for that also. Um, But it's still quite a ways out the road, so we haven't really talked much yet. But in any case, I will go ahead and let you guys go. And uh, as we say pretty much here from Con Air Radio, we'll see you at the con. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.